0: Good morning, good day, good evening, the listeners. This and welcome to another episode of Hashtag from Coach to Coach. Hashtag we talk on Monday. is your host, Francisco. Today I have another fellow coach of ours, Ilona Brunyansky. Is that good? Ilona? Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Perfect. front message.
0: Now, how do you pronounce your surname? Sorry. Durunyansky. There you go. Ilona, welcome to, to, to this podcast. And thank you very much thank for your you. time. And I hear that you're now in the part of uh, Mexican-Caribbean, a part. So envy for everyone. Welcome, Ilona.
1: Thank you, Francisco, for inviting me. It's a pleasure being here and sharing information with you. It's a pleasure. Yes, I am. I am in Mexico at the moment, near uh, the Caribbean beach in a small town. So it's a very different lifestyle.
0: (laughs) As I said, envy for some of us, envy. Anyway well Dilona you know this is this is your your uh, your sharing and uh, yes well, let's jump in and I would like to ask Ilona, so where were you before being a coach and how you landed uh, your coaching journey
1: i uh, I am from Hungary originally and uh, I trained as a gymnast and then later on I became a PE teacher and a gymnastics coach. Yeah. Then I moved to the UK, to London, and then I moved on with my career to become a gymnastics coach professionally. Yeah. I have been doing that for almost 20 years. I was also mentoring uh, people, mentoring people to become coaches, I supervised young teenagers who also wanted to become gymnastics coaches, whether it was a full-time position or just as part-time or as a passion. And then I became a manager, where I managed different clubs. At some point, I managed the largest gymnastics club in London. And then from there... Because um, I was interested to be in what's more, what else is there. I came across a, a friend mm-hmm. who said, oh, it's interesting that you are a coach. I'm also wanting to become a coach and a mentor. So then I started telling her about gymnastics. And she looked at me saying, no, no. And not gymnastics coach, as a coach and a mentor. So then I said, okay, what do you mean a coach and a mentor? Then she told me about coaching and mentoring. And I became interested. Oh, okay. But I asked out there. So then I started learning about the coaching frames, the methodologies, the the theories, and then I put my knowledge into practice. So I transferred a large chunk of my knowledge from gymnastics and sport coaching into coaching. That's what I do now.
0: When you say transfer, I mean, yes, you were uh a a professional gymnast coach, managing uh, groups and, and and also training clubs or school. And you said transferred to more in a coaching or mentor, more uh, coaching as a professional coach, more in the human behavior sort of, right? When you were telling this, my mind was saying, so what's the big difference and what is the similarity?
1: Big difference is, of course, the technicalities, because in sport coaching, we teach and we train the participants for the technical aspects. Okay. And the similarities is everything else. So the questioning methods, or the uh, different learning and teaching styles. Or the human behaviors, the psychology, the, the NLP, sort of eye movements and body language. So, again, similarities and differences. But it was an easy transition. And because I've been doing sports coaching for so long, I think it enriches the mm. current coaching frame.
0: I see. So, okay, now, now I guess so. You've we, been practicing the sports coach as a coach, you know, as you said, yes. sporting coach,
1: yeah. Which was uh, the- gymnastics,
0: gymnastic coach.
1: Yes,
0: and you added, let's say, the framework of a more as a professional coach in the human behavior, the mindfulness, this, the mindset. Yes, yeah. And do you still work with, in your professional coaching, not as a professional sports coach, in your professional coach, are you meant yet to be working with athletes or you have diversified as well your ex, or expanded, let's say, your, your reach to other type of clients?
1: I was working with children mainly mm-hmm. from the age of 3 to 18. Mm-hmm. That was my focus when I was a gymnastics coach. Now I transferred to more towards adults. Um, I wanted to have a change. I wanted to discover different areas. And I expanded towards more... Uh, life and business coaching. So I moved to a specialized thing of uh, making decisions because during my life and career, uh, making decisions is kind of difficult for most people, even for me. We have decisions or we make decisions every day, small decisions. What time we wake up, what shall we have for breakfast? Uh, where shall we go today? But there are also major decisions that we need to make in life. And that um, is more difficult. And I thought, okay, this is something I'm very interested in doing. And then later on, I transitioned to more of a business decisions. So now I focus on people who want to start their own business, make a decision of leaving full-time work or starting new businesses, and then how to go from where.
0: But hearing that, that's a big, big difference. Transition, big difference of of background. Let's say uh, from a gymnastic professional coach aiming with students or kids from thirteen to eight, three to three years old to eighteen, and then from a life coach itself, and now in a business coach uh, framework. Is it because of your own interest to to develop and to grow or to discover things? Or there was something that uh, it was like a natural transition for you? because
1: uh, During my gymnastics coaching, I was working with teenagers or people who wanted to become coaches. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of coaching slash mentoring slash supervising. Yeah. And uh, later on, when I was managing uh, clubs, I also have gymnastics coaches to transition to different areas outside of sport or transition into opening their own business. Um, so, yes, it's very colorful, very different transition for myself as well. I think it was a natural transition because I went through from coaching or from a gymnast into coaching, into management. I understand and I see how it works and how our decision can influence our future and where we're going to. Yeah.
0: I like what you just said, Ilona, about making decisions oh, is always difficult, right? And yes. even in our routine life, or in a more uh, specific uh, decision that we have to take in the direction of in our moment in our life, right? Um, how do you encounter this in your uh, in your practices, right? When you have this someone, as you said, that uh, you know setting a business or changing their life from a working for a company or a corporate and then decided to to say, to you know to 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 explore and to jump in to be a their own, own boss or their own or being an entrepreneur. That's a big transition as well, right? And that's a big decision. How you as a coach, Ilona, do you guide or do you work or do you support your clients?
1: The pandemic influenced lots of people around (laughs) the globe because of the situation. Many people realized that where they were is not fulfilling any longer. They wanted to do something else, something different. The a lots of people have in mind that oh, one day. I want to have my own business. One day, I want to stop working for corporations. But normally, it stays as a dream. But with the pandemic, lots of people speed up there, thinking that, okay, now is the time when maybe I should do something. So making decisions is not easy because... People don't want to make their wrong decision or they hesitate. Okay, I have two or three different options. What should I do? If I choose A, then well, I don't know what to do. I never run a business before. Maybe they go for certain trainings, webinars, uh, but they don't really know how to be successful. So after a while, they decide to go back to work again. So that's where I step in and help people firstly to make decisions on, okay, what do you want to do? What exactly do you want to do? What do you need to reach your goal? So first is goal setting Second is to have all the fears. What's holding back? What are yeah. the risks? What are the rewards? And uh, to be realistic on timelines, okay? If you have a business, it will take uh, a while to be successful to transition. So we set up plans. Um, we learn about certain tools, how to structure the mm. business, where we can find community, where people can feel they're not alone. Yeah. Uh, certain behaviors, belief patterns that people struggle with, they never have their mindset of business because their parents or their friends also work for companies hmm. so it is a very different mindset and that's that's the core that we are working on yeah
0: and how because as I said uh, anyone who has it in the mind though that there's like thinking of changing life or changing lifestyle or stop working for a company and set up their own business. And it's always in the mind, a lot of people, I, get, I I reckon, right? But what is the state in which you think a potential client of yours is ready to work with you? In which state of it, that, that mindset of that individual you think is essential so that it will be able so you will be able let's say yes as Elon as a coach to transition that individual in that mindset to what as you said to set up those plans the tools and the structure
1: it needs to have a in inner motivation hmm. I can help anyone but I can't do the work for them so if the person has the strong fear or motivation, it could be a fear of something, mm-hmm. a fear of losing the job, a fear of not being able to sustain their current lifestyle or support their children, or it could be a reward. I want to have a better quality. I want to be my own boss. I want to earn more money. So, he decide it needs to come from the participant. The, the real power, which we can find during the coaching session um, because we peel off the layers. So, eventually, we will find the real power. But, again, I can only show you the door. You need to walk
0: through it. <laughs> I still remember our conversation, Ilona. She, I still remember that you use a lot of metaphor in that sense. Yes. You can be beside the door. You can open the door as, for you as a, as a service, but you have to walk yes. in. Someone has to walk in. That's, that's true. Yes. But I like that what you said about inner motivation. And the truth, I mean the truth, people could have a lot of I said thoughts and and in it an intention to make some changes, right? Is it part of your uh, your service as a, as a coach, as a professional coach, to dig in what could be the inner motivation this individual for them to to be be by, by with you, by the door, for them to step in the door, inside the door, that inner motivation.
1: Yes, it is a process. People normally don't dig deep enough within themselves. Yeah. So first we need to have the trust. We need to get to know each other. And step by step going into deeper, into the deeper layers. Okay. Mm. Why do you want, why exactly, what does it mean for you? And we need to go down to the fear, the fears, and the, the motivations, or the desires that people have. Yeah. Once we have it, it's very easy to see the road where we're going to.
0: Yeah. You know, when you were saying this, uh, we have to work and go deeper, so on the deep side, a deep, go deeper. And in your experience, in your when you're working with your clients uh, in this kind of transition in their life, when you're working with them and going deeper to seek that inner motivation, is it easy for for an individual to look for that? go deeper and go for seek that inner motivation or it's quite uh, it's quite hard to to to, to, as you said uh, to get it out and and, and
1: this is it it is kind of hard nobody comes to me and start sharing their deepest fears and desires Mm. and uh, There is a possibility, but again, because people normally don't do that for themselves, Mm. people don't know who they are. It's even harder for someone else to start digging in. So Mm. it is a slower process. It's not that they come to me and I say, okay, you want your business? Take step A, B, C, D, and you will get six figures in 90 days. I see that so many times online. And somehow there is the expectations from people. How much I can earn within how many days mm. if I start my business today. So it's like, hold on, we we don't even know why do you want to have your business? What is the motivation? Let's start with that first. And if you mean no. It will not be venereal activities and definitely not six figures. So, that is the first step that we need to uh, uh, amend the expectations Mm -hmm. and then go into who the person is. And that is harder.
0: Yeah, I could imagine. I could imagine that. So, for our Listeners or audience that listening are listening to our story today, Ilona. How would you? I'm not saying encourage, right? But how would you invite those individuals who has a certain that kind of mindset that they want to make changes, but have to accept there's a long process in which they should be able to realize that working with you is be fruitful, but the start is how are we going to work with the, look for the inner motivation?
1: Uh, again, it starts with a decision. Uh-huh. What do you want to do? If okay. you don't know what to do, but you feel you are not at that right life place, at the place where you want to be, then take a small action. And then from there, just allow yourself to to, to life to take you where you need to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let go of the current mindset and... Uh, Know that you are not alone in that process. Yeah.
0: It's still in the, because I have your tagline, tagline uh, the tagline that I got from our call, our, our conversion today is, making decisions is always difficult. So to make a decision is already difficult. And yes. to go for the inner motivation that you seek for is still, still more difficult, I think. Than to make a decision, yes. um, and I think that's where I got today's uh, a session uh, in that in that way. That making decisions always difficult, but getting get, getting deeper to your inner motivation is harder. Mm. You agree?
1: Yes, definitely. So even without going to a coach, just start talking about desires or fears to mm. somebody just start conversating or even just start thinking about it, start making notes or write a journal. So, you know, the person already starts the thinking process yeah. because sometimes we spend so much time on entertainment or feeling that I need to learn more because I'm not good enough yet. But at some point, we need to start making plans and just start having ideas, options. Mm -hmm. Once we have uh, five, ten options, then that's a start.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do hope that uh, if if one of our audience or listeners were able to listen to listen this part, is is that there's a process. Uh, there's a plan to do. There's a lot of tools that you're able to do work with, and there's a certain structure that you're able to to apply, and it's possible. Okay, the only thing is like making decisions is always difficult, but you have to have your own motivation to start with. Yes. Ilona, anything else that you would like to add in the last two or three minutes of our session of our episode today?
1: Uh thank you for allowing me to be here, Francisco. It was great conversating with you, and uh, hopefully, I could add some value to the to the audience. And uh, if you have any other questions, then feel free, or if anybody is interested to know more, then feel free to contact you or
0: contact me. No, definitely. No, definitely. We will give all the details of yours uh, to, the, to the audience so that they can really uh, approach if there's a certain interest in in, in this kind of uh, uh, the conversation that they just heard. And really appreciate your time, Ilona, for sharing your uh, the background of being a professional uh gymnast coach uh, transitioning to 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 be a life coach that you said and however but now focusing in the business coach in which i i will share i'm gonna put it the the, the timeline of our session today is making decision is always difficult and that's where i live yes Thank you, Ilona. It is possible. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Definitely, Ilona. Thank you for that. But it is possible. Thank you very much. Cool. Anyway, Ilona, thanks for your time.
1: Thank you, Francisco.
0: Yeah. Well, dear listeners, good morning, good day, good evening. This was another episode of Hashtag from Coach to Coach, Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. Until then, until next time, stay safe. Thank you.